I spend these senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You can't handle the truth. Fuck you, Deputy Stike. Fuck you. You are a liar. You are a self-confessed liar. If you stop waffling, we might get some work on you. Where'd you get these two guys from? <laughs> Would you like a squeezie? For me, looking at that video, that cat hadn't done anything wrong. I'm going to Puerto Rico to kick your ass. And that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said so. With that being said, Kieran, fragile men, a fragile podcast. Welcome to another edition of the OnlyFans Football Podcast. Episode 99, Kieran, in our, in our long, illustrious history of the podcast. Um, and we're here in the Gasworks. About to watch Bows and Pats in the FAI Cup final, Kieran. Why do we do this for ourselves? I don't know, Adam. I don't know. Uh, Glutton for punishment. Uh, that, that's, uh, for anyone who listens to the podcast, we are joined by uh, <laughs> long time listener, first time caller, Jer. Jer, how are you getting on? Not so bad, that's how are you? I was alright until you knocked on my door this morning about half twelve, but. Oh, no, not Murray. Was it half twelve? No, it was half one. And half you're one. supposed to be ready for one. Ah, oh, yeah, well, uh, it's, it's now half two and we're ready-ish. Dave, how are you? I'm not too bad. I'm fresh as Daisy. Unlike yourselves. Adam. We, we, we came down with a bad dose of McGowan's fever last night, Adam, Kira, didn't we? Adam, we're in a bad way. I'm yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. What do you think of this bit of innovation, first of all? So, Kieran has his microphone clipped onto the point. It looks good, to be fair. Yeah. It does look good. Um... But I think the mic's going to be wet now, so that's not really no, good. No, I'll take off. Um, Kieran, how are you, man? Apart from being rattled, in an anxious state, Adam. Yeah, you know, I can I tell. Don't, I don't really, I'm, I'm not really comfortable being out. You in look the really open. riddled. I need to be in a dark cave somewhere. Uh, don't we all? Yeah, and I've seen my neighbour walking down the road there. I just happened to cross paths him. So is he, is that, he, that's is he a fr- would he be a friend? No, no, it was just my, my acquaintance, na- neighbour across the road, okay, an acquaintance. Yeah, okay, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that it's going to be that sort of day. We're going to see a lot of people. I know, I know. <laughs> a lot of uh, faces that we recognise. There's a lot of characters so and far walking about. It's a Sunday, 3 p.m. kickoff, prime time, hungover state. We have the executive seats, you know. We do, we do. Shout out to Dale and Amy for the seats, by the way. Kieran, we're here. This time last year, Shells were in the final. And I remember being very anxious and emotional going into the Aviva. This year, I'm not quite as much. Obviously, there's a lot riding on for Shells still. But... Going into it, you're a pseudo Bowls fan. Pseudo? Yeah, you are and you're not. Sure. It's like, uh, what's Just the like one? I'm a pseudo intellectual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you you're neither a Bowls fan and you're neither a pseudo historian as well. Um, essentially, for anyone listening, um, Shells need a Bowls loss to get your. And Shells, as a Shells fan, we, we despise Pats as well. So it's a very. It's, a very um, it's like a precarious position to be in. Do you know what I mean? It's like a lesser of two evils. Oh, but they're both evil. So well, it's all, hold on, it's either an away day in eastern Kazakhstan or no away day at all. I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love to go to Malta, Kieran. Malta. That's, that's the kind of country I have in my head. Do you know? 
Hungry. Oh, yes. Budapest or something crazy. Ah, Budapest. Man, you're not going to Budapest. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, there would be great though. Perugia or something. Joe, Greece. Imagine imagine a week in Greece, like, you know. Fucking Santorini or whatever, you know. Listen to Mamma Mia, like, you know. The only excuse you have to go to Greece. You can change your mind. But yeah, so there's kind of a lot riding on. I look at it, to be honest with you. Going into the game. Going into this week, me and you had plans for this. To, like, meet with a few lads, smart parts and smart bows. But we were about right off this morning, so none of that happened. So, like, the ideas we had were good ideas. Adam, just not as usual, as usual, life gets in the way. It does. Every and single time. For anyone who's been clamouring about the podcast recently, we're trying to sort things out for the ep- for the 100th episode. A lot of, Kieran, a lot of goings on has happened in the past few weeks in the world of football. Um, I'm not going to get into my Toulouse rant yet, but we might get into it later after a few points. Um, I was fucking fuming at the Europa League the other day. The Europa League, I was so angry. I don't know why, I fucking hate the Europa League. And I was so angry. Maybe that's um, why you were angry. That's probably why. Um, so we'll probably, we might get into that a bit later on. Um, other than that, Kieran, I suppose, before we get into the ground, a quick prediction. A quick prediction for this game. Um, I, as I've said, it's not a misty day. It's, not, it's, it's quite a nice day, it's quite a crisp day, good day to play football. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say two off. Two off. Extra time. Bowls on penalties. Jesus. That, that's like what happened last year except Bowles win this time. Um, I think it's going to be a tough game for Bowles. They have a lot of players out. I think the big pitch kind of lends how Pats play as well. So from an analytical standpoint I think Pats have it. From a personal standpoint look at I don't want Bowles to win. I don't want Bowles to win actually because they're Shell's rivals. But I have a lot of mates, some of my best mates for Bows, Tom, Ian, like, Ian Sat, Jerry. Like, I'd love Bows to win for them, so they get to experience this. But overall, I want Bows to lose. And I I have a weird feeling that they'll win. I think they all passed one from the last one. But what you I think it, this one, if you put the analytical hat on, it lends to Pats winning. Right. So I'm going to say Pats 2, Bows now. Pats 2, Bows now. Yeah, yeah I, well, I trust your uh, analytical view more than my suede up uh, we'll, Bowes view. We'll get a quick prediction from Dave and Jerry, real quick. Prediction? Uh, Bowes tears. Okay. Dave? Right, I'm going to predict 3 1 pats. Right. They'll go 2 0 up. Bowes got 1 back in the second half, and then they got 3 1 to finish it. And there you have it. There you have it. Um, we'll hear from you again in the Viva. Right, here on. Half time in the FAI Cup final. Bowls won, Pats won. We're in the premium seats, the padded seats. Um, how did we? How did we land on our feet? How, how did this happen? S- simply, uh, this man beside us uh, sorted us out. <laughs> Have you met Stephen before? Oh, I've never met Stephen. So Stephen is the press fan who questions you. Rory, yeah, Rory, yeah. Yeah, Rory's brother. Rory's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Adam. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Well, we're here because of you. So, so thank you. Um, is it good to be here though? Like, I hate Pats. I hate Bowles. And it's like it's a lesser of two evils. Um, Bowles got the early goal. Half a lobby penalty. But I, I want to say it's one of those things that come foil that happens where the left back rush of blood to the head, just kicks the legs off. I think it was Dylan Connolly. Afalabi puts it in, makes a 1 0. The bows end went off, it looked great. Yeah. And then Pats, Pats got back into the game then. Easily enough, in the sense where I don't think they panicked. I thought there was a period of time where they looked round, but they eventually get back into it. And look, it's one all. 
the goal comes from a, a free kick. Uh, I think it was Mark Doyle with a pads. Well, yeah, there has been much between sides. Yeah, I've really enjoyed the game. Um, I'm very impressed by Jones Maslavi. I think it's been very, very good. Um, I think if he had a bit of quality around him, maybe Bowles would be two three nil up. But I think I think Pat started to grow into the game that bit more in the second half, and I can see it going Pat's way in the second half. To be honest, um, but yeah, it's a good game so far. One all competitive, high scoring as we said, and I love the real football element of the players going off and around the grounds. Uh, Fire Brigade getting clocked on the head by players and shit. And what, what a job, by the way! Like who, who, who would want to do that? Like you know, yeah. um, you're looking at. But you said there about the quality around Afalabi. There actually is quality there, or there's been quality that's been brought in. I'm not in Conley that. and Grant. No, I know, I know. Yeah. But there has been money kind of spent on them, <laughs> you know. And like they, to me, looking at this, like, and I've been following the league all season. Yeah. I don't know how Bows have gotten here. Like, I don't think there's, I don't think Bows are. It doesn't matter after like, In fairness, this is it, and the cup run as well. I'm being harsh here, but with a cup run, it's like. You can kind of get a good run. Now look at Bows beat us, deservedly so in the cup. That trip away in Galway, they've done really well there. Um, I actually think they've set up well today. I think they've done all right. They're not going to go toe-to-toe with Pats. I think Pats have the better attacking players. So it's one of those games. I think it's on a, it's on a nice cliffhanger at the minute. I can see it going well um, in the second half, being competitive, attacking. Um, yeah, I'm expecting a good second half. So we well, I suppose we'll update you. On goes on. We will. We're back at full time. Oh yeah, uh, Katsu. Quick, quick. Katsu chips. Yes. Katsu chips. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Fantastic. Uh, halftime scram. Niviva here. Six fifty a pop. Six fifty is a bit extortion now. You know, if you're not getting the point, it's alright. But it's a bit fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah. They were nice. Like we're not six fifty worth. Like. <laughs> well, they are when you have a hangover. Well, like, I mean, we, like we have the we we came down with a bad case of McGowan Town fever, Kieran. That's all we have. <laughs> um, we're gonna get. Hold on. Uh, Amy, what's your thoughts on 650 curry fries? 650? For the katsu fries, yeah. Ah, uh, no. Extortionate? Yeah, that's crazy. Amy agrees. Stephen, 650, extortionate? You can do them more now. You can do them more. They're the price you pay. I know, but it's... Oh, yeah, okay. Well, we're in Bridge. Is that why it is? And they weren't nice as well. We have one all here in the Aviva. Um, oh, I have no idea what you said there. Hopefully Bowles is. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll, he'll get, it back, he'll get it. back on the other. He'll get back on the other. Right, Kieran, we're back in the Palace Bar. I think there's going to be music here now soon, but yeah. we're back in the Palace Bar. Um, final score in the game, St. Patrick's Athletic 3, Bohemians St. 1, St. <laughs> <Saint> Patrick's <laughs> Athletic. <laughs> Bows 1, um, Pats are the cup winners. I'm a very happy man. Shells are in Europe. Um, we've since watched the Chelsea 4 all game as well, so we might chat about that. Briefly as well. Briefly, yeah. Um, it's sort of off topic on the podcast itself. What a fucking day, man. Oh, it was fucking great. I'm so happy. What a weekend, Adam. What, what I will say, I want to caveat for us, though. I have a lot of friends in Sport Post, so I do feel for them tonight. I felt this pain last year. But by God, man, the shells are back in Europe. I am so happy. So happy. Back yeah. in Europe, man. I can't believe it. A, I, I, can't, a, I actually can't believe a it. A trip to eastern Kazakhstan coming soon, Adam. Uh, Moldova... North Macedonia come soon for yourself away day Um, I, I can't believe it I, I fully like I was chatting to yourself and Dell shout out to Dell who gave us the premium tickets today which I don't know why he <laughs> gave it to us like um, oh, he's good skin he's a great skin, skin. Preston's Preston fan Stephen Dowling yeah 
our very own OnlyFans Football Podcast fan. Um, I can't believe, man. I, I can't believe shells are back in Europe. I'm starting to. I'm, I'm delighted for you. I'm, I, delighted for you. I'm, I'm in a state now where it feels like a long time coming. Do you know, it feels like I've, I've seen, I've been supporting shells a long time. And to get back to this kind of. I don't want to say. How, how would you put it? To get back to where we are now, for the longest time, felt so far away. Um, look, at, it's going to be a long off season to get back to what shells. It's a long time away, but I think it, it I feels great, man. It feels so good to be here. It's also a massive, quick turnaround considering the miserable. You know, what is it? Fifteen years you've had, or fourteen years, and then and then you go up. Three, what was it three or four years ago, and then slowly build and get to Europe. Like that's impressive. That is impressive. So you, you like said if, you said miserable there, right? Yeah. And this is why I, this is why I always say the Sport League Warren Club, right? And I love Liverpool. I love the Premier League. I love the Barclays. We're gonna chat about it. But when you're going to watch a club week in week out and you feel a part of something, nights like this means so much. And I mean it. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Like like the lads who sport bows who, who sport any team around the league, they will have felt moments like this getting to Europe. And it's it's hard because it's at it's at the demise of the team losing the cup final. And we've talked about the nature of cup finals before. It's a hard thing to lose, we know this. But these miserable years that you were talking about, they were some of the best years of my life. Yeah. Do you know I, I was going to watch games with Dave, my father, watching Shells play fucking Cabatini and stuff like that. And they were grim days. You're going out to Cabantini to watch shells and, and play on a rugby pitch, a rugby park and stuff like that. It, it wasn't great, but like you'd love it. I remember going out to watch shells play Cabantini before. And we won 4-0. Sadiq, Sadiq Ogantula scored two goals. He was my favourite footballer career for a long time. <laughs> but you get to moments like this and it's all, it all feels worth it, you know. And I feel for Bowes today. I thought Bowes did, let's talk about the game really quick. I thought Bowes did all right for most parts. Um, but Pats had more quality. We, we said that for the game. Yeah. Like, Bows on a few out. Pats have more quality. I think if Pats get a goal, which they did after Bows scored, I don't think Pats ever looked back after that, you know. And we talked about it at half time. There was a part of the game where Pats were kind of rattled. Mm. But they weathered the storm well. They got the goal. Two goals. I think Bows would be disappointed with how they conceded them. Pats fully deserved it. And for them, I'm happy. But. For shells, I'm even happier, man. Uh, we're back in Europe, man. It's great. Yeah, I mean, I think we said at halftime. I said Pat's probably gonna get full hold in the game, win the game, and that's what happened. John, John Lafalabi, best player on the pitch, by the way. Right. Okay. And and I stand by this. I think you, you do. We we've chatted about this I, since. Yeah, from the naked eye, like, like I wouldn't watch much League of Ireland, but from the naked eye, he traps the ball very well. He lays it off the right time. He gets other players involved, and I think he was let down by his uh, teammates, especially in the attacking phase today. Yeah, uh, right and left winger weren't, weren't great beside him. He, um, what I will say is that he also missed two guilt edge chances. Yeah, well, you can't do that either. Yeah. But what I would say is to combat that. There was eight men around him as he was taking them chances. So what does that say about him? He's a good player, you know. Oh, right. fa- I think yeah, he's good. And I think, to a certain extent. It was a bit of a one-man team today for Bowles. I think he carried a lot of it, and he had a great cup final. And I think there was one chance. There was one chance in, in the second half where they worked the ball really well, and they. But he skied it over the bar, and you were going like, "What the fuck?" 
and it was bad. We're being interrupted by music in the past bar, so right here on we've escaped the live music. I say escape as if it's a bad thing. They were quite they were quite good to be fair. Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Um I wanted to get your opinion on the occasion itself, Kieran. The like the Aviva was sold out today. I think there was more people there than what was at the Greece Ireland game. I think that says it all, Adam. I think it says it all. Um, I think the spectacle itself was great. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Forty-three and a half thousand in the yeah. stadium, and that's twelve thousand off max capacity, record capacity. I was there last year, and it was a lot less now. I think it was. I think 8, it was thirty-two thousand last time. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's there's all positive signs there to. Uh, it's such a cliche, but brighter future in the in the game. You know, in the the Irish game especially, um, I think it's always good signs. And listen, Kenny is doing awfully now, and <laughs> I, I think always I goes think back to Stephen it, Kenny. It, it says a lot that Kieran breeds and fucking lives <laughs> to hate Stephen Kenny. I think it says a lot that his his all star eleven of uh, like players around the globe and um, playing international football. Is getting less of an audience than the FA Cup final. I think that that breeds a lot of uh, a lot of questions. You know, I think the thing that got me at the last Ireland Greece game was there was a flatness. Like we walked into the thing, and it was like walking into a funeral. Immediately I mean? flat. Like we walked up today, and I keep saying it, but shout out to fucking Dell and Amy for this because they gave us the tickets for this. And like we walked in through Block M, was that what it was Style M? And the first thing we did was go up like an escalator. <laughs> And then another escalator, and it was like it was like we were VIP. Walked out, and when we walked out, it was like prime. The lads, the two teams, just walked out onto the pitch, and there was just a sea of like pyrotechnics, and it would look great. It looked really good. Um, and the flares going off, and the I think smoke. You, you said it earlier about you said it earlier about the, the the color of the game and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was great, and like look, uh, shells do it most weeks, so I. I like we'd see it quite a lot, but it was it was great to see, and like I think that's a good sign for Irish football is the fact that it was sold out and the fact that it was a good game as well. Like I think if you're neutral at home looking at that, you're kind of not enticed to go back. Yeah. There was no VAR, there was no kind of shenanigans with the referee. It was what it was, and it was very natural, and I, I really enjoyed it for that. Yeah, and I joined how, how free flowing it was as well. Like as you say, no VAR. Was a great thing in this game, man. When you ha- when you have a competent individual in the middle of the pitch refereeing the game, you don't really take these things into account, or you don't really question uh, the officiating at any point. When the, the people in charge are actually good at their jobs, yeah, you know? it definitely helps. But like, I think that would be a prime example of the right way to referee a game, and without the implication of VAR. Whereas now, now we're in a situation in the global game where the implication of VAR is ruining the game. I, I don't know if it's because I had no skin in the game. Because in terms of who was playing, obviously I wanted Pats to win, so Shells get Europe. But I didn't necessarily recognise any bad refereeing errors. No, exactly. Do you know, yeah. and I think there's a lot to be said for that. It's um, an example. Well, I, I thought it was refereed well in that vein, yeah. do you know. And I, I think if you look at England and like the Premier League, and I, I suppose Europe as a continent, Champions League, Europa League, yeah. I think the games are being over refereed at the minute. And I think, I think it takes away from the occasion massively. 
Absolutely. And, and yeah. I, I, I was saying to you earlier, because I haven't seen a lot of you recently, Kieran. Thankfully, said you. But I haven't. We haven't been with each other as much as what we have been. And one of the first things I said to you this morning was how frustrated I was on Thursday night. And about, how you miss me as well. Yeah, with that as well. But how frustrated I was about the fucking Europa League. Yeah. How angry I was at the decision um, for the, a, a, an equaliser to be ruled out for Liverpool against Lewis. And I'll, I'll be serious with one. I, I couldn't care less about the Europa League. I, I would love Liverpool to win it and I think it's it's a trophy to be won, yada yada. And the final's in Dublin. The final is in Dublin. But mm-hmm. it was so frustrating. It was unbelievably... I, I, I thought the refereeing was so poor. Like, so bad. Um, the goal goes in, and it was fucking Jarrell Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. With the goal. <laughs> and a great moment for him. He's only, what, 18, 19. Equaliser in a European game. Great moment. The referee, man, points to the fucking centre circle. Books three Toulouse players and then goes, hold on, I'm going to have a look at VAR now because I'm being told my ear to look at it. They then proceed to show him. <coughs> my balls are dropping. They then proceed to show. <coughs> 25 minutes <laughs> old. I know, yeah. I'm hitting purity eventually. Um, they then proceed to show a still image of a handball. A handball from Alexis McAllister that, first of all, hit his, his midriff and then hit his hands. Yeah. So, in the rules, that's not a handball. Right? Another, another rule is it has to be beneath the sleeve. It was on his bicep. Right. There was so much wrong with it. There was so much wrong with it, Kieran. And I don't care about the Europa League. I don't care about it. I really don't. And I was so frustrated. And he compared that to today's game where... Look, if you're a Bowles fan, you're fuming because of the goals you conceded. But you cannot say for one minute that there was a bad refereeing decision there today. I, no, I don't no, think there was. No, no. I, I, I don't know. I well, ref- maybe I'm going mad, no. but I don't think there was. The ref did a great job. The ref did a great job. Um, and I think it's an example, really, because like even you're talking about the Toulouse game there. I think it's a terrible state of affairs, the fact that the refs have all the technology at their disposal. And, and yet, yeah. they cannot come to the appropriate conclusions and this is why football like we said the El penalty today didn't even see it blink of an eye football uh, referees have to make decisions point blank in the blink of an eye I think it's impossible to judge you know it was a penalty it was so fair it was a penalty but the ref made that split decision call I think football is a subjective game and it should be done based on how quick the game is going by you know how like, quick how quick the I, I think there's a lot to be said Kieran for how quick things happen you know yeah but it, it's played in real time yeah, that's exactly. the point I'm trying to make it's like we've seen red cards recently we've seen tackles offsides the Arsenal game last week against Newcastle it's the a game, failed the experiment game is, the game was played in real time yeah Fair is expe- a failed experiment in my opinion I, I, I would agree I, I, I think it's yeah. been used wrong that would be my point is it's being used in an incorrect manner mm. I don't think it's I don't think I think it would aid the game if it was used correctly yeah do you know um, like that game so after we watched Pats win the cup in Chelsea Europe we went in <laughs> to the Pats 
Enjoyed Don't that. mention it too much. We went, oh, I will, I will. We went into the Bath <laughs> on Bath Avenue to watch the second half of Chelsea and Manchester City. Great game. The game finished for all. <laughs> Very good game. Prime Barclays. The Cardigans, my favourite game, is playing. Um, a penalty that Man City, would, Man City got was because Erling Haaland and uh, Cucurella were having a tussle in the box. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Mm. All the cliches you want to say. Anthony Taylor gives the penalty. I think he went to VAR or whatever. Gives, gives the penalty in anyways, was the point. Now, personally speaking, there's not a whole lot Cucurella can do there. He's being dragged on. He's doing the same thing back. And a penalty's given. He's trying to a stick with his man. Yeah. And stay tight to him. And he gets penalised. There's not a whole lot you can yeah. do. Really, really speaking, there's not a whole lot you can do. Um, but it, it, it probably is a penalty. Probably. Probably, probably is. But if, if that's a penalty, then you're given four or five of them a game. Never mind a, a game weekend. Mm. You're given four or five of them in a game. So where is the line drawn? Yeah. Do you know, that, that, that'd be my problem. Um, and I think more, more ridiculously uh, for the Haaland goal yeah. as well, the third, the third Man City goal, if you watch it back, um, hits his arse Foden, Foden comes across on the overlap. The ball's going in regardless. It, it might hit off Chelsea, it might hit off it's Man City in. player. It, it brushes off Haaland's arm and the VAR room is checking. Like, but this, this, where, this is where common sense prevails again yeah. because the ball is, I'd say, one tenth not over the line. So there's one tenth of the ball mm. still in play. And Haaland is lying on the ground in an unnatural position because he's literally sliding in to kick a ball and it hits his elbow. And I, look, at we weren't saying, work away, yeah. I don't know if... I don't know if... The VAR went right. Common sense. That's not a fucking handball. Or they went. It didn't hit his hand. Mm. But either way, why are they going to a video assistant referee to look at that? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no need for it at all. Like, Jacob, uh, qualified uh, video assessment assistant, is in the VAR room now. Having a look at this, Jacob. What do you think? What do you oh, think? Uh, uh, it might be a handball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the game itself career on 4 all. Good result against the C Group. Oh, it was great, yeah. Um, yeah, C Group. Who, who am I would like to talk about for a second? That's, that's called the segue, Curl. Yeah, a little segue. Um, listen. I set you up on. I think, I think uh, the C Group are robots. Right? Okay. They're AI. No. Right, but, okay. But no, on a serious note. Uh, this will look good on TikTok, Curl. <laughs> <laughs> We're not showing our face. <laughs> um, but the Man City Chelsea game today, I actually did think Man City were robots today. By the way, they they played a great game and like even that Rodri fourth goal, I was like, I feel like I've seen that goal it's, twenty yeah, times. It's like yeah. playing against the legendary yeah. computer on yeah, FIFA. Yeah. Like, it, he's just <laughs> passing it backwards, forwards, uh, backwards again. Like yeah. it's too fast for everyone else. Yeah. And Rodri just scores, and it's like, oh yeah, fair enough. That's Man City. But like uh, on a serious note, the Man City group and multi-club ownership, I'd like to talk about because okay. Girona top of La Liga by four points. Mental, mental man, it's crazy. Four points using the same scouting network as Man City, and I didn't notice until this weekend. So I want to bring this. Oh, up. Funny enough, yeah. I want to bring this up: the multi-club ownership model that is transcending the game at the moment. You have it with Brighton, 
uh, you have Tony Graham as the Brighton owner. And I've the, actually done research on this, have Union Saint Julie. Saint Julie. 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 Julie owner. He, Matoma, for example, uh, left winger for Brighton, comes from Union Saint Julie, owned by Tony Graham. So you have this multi-club ownership, and you have it with Shelburne at the moment as well. Well, I I think that's gone now. I think that's gone now, but yeah. Yeah, you had the Turks who came from Hull City, owned Shelburne. I think they own a club in Turkey as well. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Azure, so, he's, he's gone now, I think. It's, is. it's this multi-club ownership. I'm, ag- I'm, I'm against it completely, for and what it's worth. Again, the Girona team, I didn't even know Man City owned them. So that just says it all. Like, yeah. They could own... It's, it's all a network, like. Yeah, yeah, it's a network. And it's business, and it's whatever, whatever. But is it good for football? Is is multi-club ownership good for football? That's the question. I, 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 I don't believe so. I, I don't think it is, but... I don't know. I, like it, it's a, it's a tough one because, like you can't you can't specifically say that Girona are top of the league because of the C group. I I don't think. Mm. In the same way where. Well, I think it helps a lot. It does. Yeah. The problem is is a conflict of interest. So Shelbourne, for example, are now playing European football. <laughs> right? Something. So now hold on. hold on. Bear with me. Bear with me for a second. We go live to the bear, gods. <laughs> Did Adam mention this before? Bear with me for a second. Bear with me for a second. Right? Shelbourne are now playing European football. Right? Something that whole city will never do. And I'm having to dig a hole here. I am. But the point being, Kieran. <laughs> the point being, if Shells were to draw a whole city in a Europa Conference League yeah. tie. That brings a conflict of interest because the owner owns the two clubs. So if Brighton were to draw Union Saint Gilles, it's a conflict of interest. Mm. Uh, I think it takes, for me, that is, it takes the integrity of the game into play. Like millionaires, man, have millions of money, and they're going to spend it whatever they, ever way they want. So you're never going to stop a millionaire investing in multiple clubs if that's what they want to do. Yeah. The problem is probably the, the capitalist society we're living in, Kieran. I think it's also it's, it's the fair There's play. nothing you can do about that. And I, I, to, to answer your question, I don't really agree with it. Yeah. I don't. I think if you're an owner of one club, that's your club. Leave it at that. But the possibility of Brian playing you in Saint-Gilles is very real. So what happens when they come together? Like, What's the, what's the conflict resolution? Yeah, you know, so well, it's. And I, tend, I tend to think of the fair play point of view for the other clubs who are involved and have this one ownership club model, um, and they're coming up against a team that has the advantage of bringing players in from the other team. So it's like a a mishmash of teams essentially. So you're you're, you're prioritising. You know. What well, what are you prioritising? I, th- I think you're prioritising the team that has the. That has the best chance of winning. Oh, that has the equity. Yeah. And, yeah so okay. you're you're prioritising, like say for Brighton example. I think you're prioritising Brighton over Union Saint Gilles. Yeah. For, for yeah. example, like well, um, the fact that they're playing Premier League and yeah, yeah more revenue, etc. Yeah. And for Man City's point of view, you're prioritising Man City over Girona. Yeah. You know, because well, the they're Man, the bigger. The City Group in general is a weird one because I think they have a team in Australia and New York. And Abu Dhabi, I think. So it's it's amongst other <laughs> like 
It's a strange. It's a strange. I, I think it's a strange one. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with it. I didn't agree with it when, like, the tour tour involved Chelsea. I, I I was very skeptical. I was skeptical of any investment in the League of Ireland. Full stop. Modern football in general, Kieran, bad. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. When I, you when you strip it back to what we saw today, a cup final, two big clubs in Dublin going head to head, and then you kind of. Harken to the other side of things where it's it's VAR, it's multi club, it's like what is like where where's the happy medium? Is there a happy medium? I because I, I I think with VAR especially, I think we've gone too far. Pardon the pun. Um, I don't think there's any going back from from the way we are with, with video assistant referees. Yeah. Um, multi club memberships. It, it seems to be like a bit of a trend at the minute. Um, I think it's only a trend as well because Toronto are top of the league and it's fairly unexpected. But I, I don't know. It, it, okay, the way football is now, I don't think it's it's ever going to be any different. I think it's only going to get more kind of complicated or, or more kind of diluted. I'd like to say because today I, today in the, the Aviva it was very pure. I, I found that to be very pure. Oh yeah, it was. I still I still think that's pure element, but like. I do think like money does dilute the game to a certain extent. Like you have to, you have to look look at the Premier League and you have to say, in the last ten, fifteen years, it's lost its soul, like like even more than it did beforehand. You know, and I do think the worse it gets, the worse, the worse we feel as fans because we're like. Well, we're, we're the ones who suffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? Like, because like I love Chelsea, but at the same time, like, it's not right that we're spending one billion and so. Would you rather you be know? a part of something like today? No, I'm not, I don't mean this is addictive. Bohemians are like your local club, for example. Yeah, I thought that was person. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's a. It's a, it's a <laughs> what is it? An umbrella? I thought you were going to start starting on the umbrella, yeah. but. I, f- I find right. I, I, it's I, not that easy, though. I know, no, Kieran, I know, I know. That's yeah. not the point I'm making. Because I, I love Liverpool and I love Shelburne. But there's something very, like, it, it almost feels personal. I don't know. Where if you saw Chelsea win a league, you'd feel happy, you'd feel great. Yeah. But if you were a part of something and it kind of went from something to something bigger, and they won a league or whatever. Do you think that would feel? Do you think you'd, you'd have a different view on football? Oh, I think it would. Because yeah, I, I, I have the same views of you on football that you've been speaking about. But I then go to Talk Park on a Friday night and I see none of that. I see none of the kind of, you know, VAR. And I know Shells were involved with the multi club there with, with Hull, but that seems to be gone now. And I, I feel very. I, I, I love going on that. I, I love. Like today, for example, Shells had no, no kind of. Shells couldn't affect the game in any way, but we were affected by the game that was. Do you know what I mean? I, I think there's some very, there's some very, in terms of what football is now, it's it's abnormal. It's very, yeah. it's very pure. Do you know? And like I despise Pats, I despise Bows, but when Pats scored, I was very happy because it meant some for Shells, and that still happens in the kind of overall general terms of the Premier League and, and FA Cup, whatever. But do you think it'd feel different if you had that kind of affinity with a certain club? Or like a, lo- a locality? I, I probably would, Adam. I probably would. But 
the, the reality of the situation is I don't have the yeah. affinity that you have with, as you say, Shelburne. Yeah. I don't have an affinity like that with anyone else. So, um, but do you still get excited to see Chelsea? I do, I do. Yeah, well, that's good, that's good. No, because football, for me, I don't think you should feel you should feel any way about winning a game of football. You know what I mean? You shouldn't feel like, oh, the amount of money you put into this Yeah, no, I know, I know. You, you should never feel yeah. that way. But somehow you do, you know, um, when you think about it more. But when, when you see, like, say, Chelsea 4, Man City 4 today, you don't think, oh... The amount of money selling these players is horrendous. You just think... You know, it is what it is. It is yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah. These players are playing against football. Yeah. And it's 4-4. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's a good way of thinking. But yeah, I, I probably would think differently, but Kieran, I'm in a different scenario to you. But 100th episode looming. How do you feel? I feel fantastic. I, I can't believe we've made it this far. I'm thriving. I can't believe we've made it this far. We're going to put you on the spot here, Stephen. But last word for you. How, have you enjoyed your day? Oh, it was unreal, yeah. Great to see, what, 44,000 people in the, the, in the Aviva? Oh, yeah. Like, it's great for Irish football. It's great for Shelburne. Great for, <laughs> even better for Shelburne, yeah. Um, are we going to be booking the hotel tonight, Stephen and Malta? Eastern Kazakhstan, I'm hoping for. Oh, God, no way. It's got to be TNS. It's got to be Wales. <laughs> um, the 99th episode of the Only Fans Football Podcast. We do hope, if you've listened to this, you've enjoyed it. I don't know why, Kieran. Um, but thanks as ever for, for listening in. And we'll leave it there, you so. You listen to the bagpipes. You do. Well, the bagpipes are <laughs> playing. We'll leave it there, so. We'll leave it there, so.